Good morning, and we are joined, as we are at this time every month, by the mayor of the city of Batesville, Mike Bettis. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning. How are you today? Fantastic. And how are you, sir? I'm very good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Well, as always, we appreciate your time and uh, coming over to see us. And, uh, of course, uh, Monday night, the uh, Board of Works and City Council meeting, of both very short agendas, shall we say. And, uh, and uh, to, uh, uh, first off, as far as the, uh, the new business is concerned uh, on the uh, Board of Works, um, the 2023 uh, wastewater utility budget was approved. That's right. So every year we have to approve the budget for the wastewater uh, utility and... It's a, a business that, uh, a utility that is two and a half million dollars, and and it's pr- their budget is fairly simple to put together. Paul does all Paul does all the heavy lifting, does all the real work of putting it together for us, um, and and so the biggest thing f- uh, for us is understanding the capital projects that we want to work on for that year, and so we have two that we want to do this year. We had one that we were planning on doing last year that did not happen. Uh, we were looking to do a sewer extension that would go down 129 to pick up the new subdivision uh, that is happening, um, Lakeshore Village, which is happening there in 129. And so we needed to that we that project didn't proceed as quickly as we originally thought. So that project's going to happen this year, and so. We had to, we're carrying that one over from last year's budget into this year's budget, and then we also are, are starting a process now. We're going to start going through and trying to um, work with the existing pipes that we have underground for the wastewater system that are all around the city, uh, and start trying to do uh, what we call put slip lining into on the inside. It's a, it's a. I'll say like a sealant or a lining that goes on the inside to protect the interior walls of those concrete pipes that are all through town that the sewage runs runs through. And so we have a lots of those around town and it's dramatically less expensive to install slip lining into these pipes than it is to replace all the pipes. And so uh, we've started on this process uh, well, a couple of years ago where we did a small section not too far from the wastewater treatment plant. And so we're going to take the next. So we're kind of going back and starting at the wastewater treatment plant and then going to that section that we worked on three years ago. And so we're going to start trying on an annual basis, trying to do some work on the existing pipelines all around the town, uh, wherever we think we can have the most benefit as far as um slowing down the amount of infiltration into the sewer system from just groundwater or surface water. And so we're looking to do a pretty good-sized project. We actually awarded that contract last month, and it's about a $430,000 project. And so that project and the sewer extension down to Lakeshore are two good-sized projects that we'll do in uh, this year. And so we'll uh, we finished... Uh, in the black this year and we'll probably fin you know we're planning now because we had that money of pulse uh, not get used last year we'll use it this year so we'll finish in the red this year but that's okay we're we're in a really good spot financially with the wastewater system and so we'll continue to do hopefully we'll be able to do these kinds of projects year after year after year so as to keep up up with the system so that we don't never have a a point in time where we have an emergency that we have to 
replace a whole bunch of pipes all at one time and so it's just the annual maintenance that you need to do when you have a utility like this and the, uh, another item that uh, of note uh, from the board of works this kind of bridges also into the city council meeting the uh, approval of the minutes from uh, the November 14th and December 12th meeting, and it was the same for council, plus the uh, special uh, meeting at the end of the year where uh, they needed approval. Yes, and so we had a kind of an interesting situation um, that that happened, uh, kind of happened to us. And uh, we probably spent more time Monday night on approving minutes and explaining the minutes uh, than we have had at any other point uh, uh, as I as I've been mayor, and so we spent a fair, you know, we had to explain what happened or who can vote on which items uh, for this, and so it really started back in. We had a meeting in in November, and shortly after that meeting, we had two members of council who. Uh, resigned their posts and then were their positions then were filled through the caucus um, process and so we had new members then come on in december and so when we 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 got to this point where we had and two members who had resigned and were no longer on on city council who obviously could not vote on the minutes of the meeting because they're no longer in council we had a third member of council who was ill that evening and was not able to attend so we had three of the five positions were not able to who were not able to vote on those uh, to approve the minutes from the november meeting and so it was a little awkward um and so i had to do a little studying to try to figure out how do, how do we get how do we have only two members vote on something generally speaking we have five members of council and it normally takes three votes to approve something uh and so after a little research it came back that well this happens somewhat regularly all across the state uh, whenever you have a board or a commission and the easiest example i can give folks is that when it comes to like our board of works which is a three-member board and if uh, imagine if you have a turnover in administrations you have a new mayor and the new mayor appoints two new members to the board of works and you have three new members starting in january who obviously then did not were not on the board in december so somebody has to approve those minutes and so that happened when I started, and we voted to approve the minutes, even though we did not were not in those meetings. And and so it's basically this, as as I've come to find out, it's the same thing. And so we have elected officials who are or appointed officials in this case who are um, met the legal process to be in their positions, and so they were allowed to vote on on the on the council minutes. And so we we got. After all that long explanation, we were able then to finally vote on that and get that taken care of. We had the same thing then with Board of Works. We had one member who was sick in November, a second member who was sick in December. And so the two, the other two then had to vote on each one individually. And so each one had to be explained. And so it just took longer than it should have. <laughs> yeah. And for something that should be so easy and so something that sh- – uh, 
in some cases is so mundane, but it's important. It's an important piece of the process of to approve the minutes because then that truly is the legal document that says this is what happened at that meeting, and so uh, they are important, but. It, Sometimes they're, they don't feel that important, but it just took a little bit of time to uh, get comfortable with um, addressing them and getting them best we possibly can and, and move on with them. All right. So with that, we're going to go ahead and uh, take a quick time out. We'll take a look at the city council meeting as we continue our conversation with Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our conversation with Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis as we review the Board of Works and City Council meeting. And, of course, moving into the council meeting, uh, Mr. Mayor had uh, one item under uh, new business on the agenda, and uh, that was the uh, a transfer of funds. That's right. So every year we go through this process where we transfer funds, uh, in particular when we have funds um, that are finished that year in the red. And so we'll, we'll have... Uh, a handful of, or maybe maybe more than a handful, we'll have a number of, of funds that will that will finish in the red. We have many others that finished in the black. And so if you look at our funds as a whole, we were $300,000 to the plus for the year, but we had individual funds and that were finished in the red. And so the state requires that when we start the new year that we transfer funds from those funds that finished in the black into the funds that finished into the red to get those ones in the red back up to zero so that when we start this new year then that will give us a a level playing field to start the year with so that as we go through the year and come at the end of next year that they'll be able to say oh yes they started at zero they ended here this is how much money was spent and we need to adjust our budget the following year then based on what the actual was for that year and so it gives us, gives us, it gives the state a better way of keeping track of how much we did spend in each individual fund. We're really not graded or really not checked on how we're doing per the fund, any individual fund. It's more of we have to report how we did as, as, as the whole, as the bigger whole piece of pie or the whole pie instead of just a piece of the pie. And so we have to do, do that each year. And so we... Uh, uh, this is one of those uh, paper shuffle or or fund shuffle things that we do to get it back to zero. And so it's something we've done every year. And uh, quite honestly, this year it was a little bit, there was fewer, I'll say, transactions that had to be made. Uh, I think last year it took almost two pages of it. This year it was less than, a, it was um, not even a third of the page. Of, of the different transfers that had to be made to make it work out. And so um, that's one of those things that we just had to, we have to do. And so we got it done. And so we, and we're really in a good start for this year. We finished uh, Paul and, and Michelle have already got a good start on closing the books for 2022. 
And so we're getting ready now to really be a part of 2023. And so we'll, we're uh, well on our way off to a good start. We may, we're not as busy right now. Um, the, uh, I laugh about this because it seems like all I can think, all I was able to think about for the last two years was nothing but road projects. And we have this small window of time right now that we really don't have any existing road projects that we're working on. So it's a, it's the best couple months I've had in a while. And so it's, uh, we'll start up with, with a new road project, probably this spring, this summer, but we have a small window where we're not working on any road projects and we have a chance to kind of catch our breath and get some other things finished up. And uh, and so this is one of those paperwork things that we had to finish on Monday night, and so that's done. So we're in a pretty good start. We're we're off to a good start for this year, and we have a lot of things we want to do yet this year, but we got some of the mundane things taken care of. All right, and then uh, moving into uh, the uh, the mayor's report, uh, you gave an update on the uh, construction at the skate park project. Yes, and so the skate park project, uh, I, I should start off with. I finished with this. Monday night, and I probably should have started with this. Uh, I, I need to give a, a round of applause to the folks from Hunger, who are the contractor who is building this the skate park. Uh, they have worked through some miserable conditions here over the last few weeks into getting the skate park finished. Uh, and so the main part, the all the pouring of the concrete is all done, and so that is really great news. Now we still need to give it time for that concrete. Uh, that they've poured here in the last week or so time to set up and harden and be safe for people to get on to. Uh, but the, the biggest part of that project is now done. And so what's left now is some minor things. There's some sealing that needs to be done. I think there's some painting that needs to get done. Um, the biggest challenge we have right now, is the job site is just a mess. The, um, the area immediately surrounding where the skate park is is just a muddy mess and so in the process of moving dirt and getting things uh, everything put in the right at the right elevations and built up properly and and done properly all those things uh, they used equipment for that and we had that really really cold stretch right before christmas and then that following week we had lots of rain and so they were still moving dirt and so the combination of lots of rain and then lots of dirt moving going on, they've tracked up a lot of mud all around it. So we need they need to really spend some time to clean up around the park so that we can have uh, – at, so at some point here in the near future, we'll be able to allow people to go onto it. But right now, to get to it, you end up walking through 30, 40 feet of mud that's three or four inches deep. And so all you end up doing is tracking mud then onto the brand new skate park, and so we're going. We need to do, we need to do a couple of things to to make it easier for people to get to the skate park. We need to get a sidewalk put up up to it, and we'll work on that here in, in the next week or so, trying to get that settled, so that we can get have a way for people to get onto the skate park without tracking a bunch of mud into it it's kind of like having a new house with new mm -hmm. carpet and everybody wants to run inside and see the brand new house only to realize that you've just come in through a, a construction site and you tracked in all this mud and so we're trying to avoid having that happen with the skate park i i've been lucky i've been able to go out on a regular basis and and keep track of what's going on so i've gotten to see the the 
the skate park come to be and it's been really interesting to see how it works uh you you think it's easy to build a skate park uh until you start breaking down uh, all the different steps that need to take place to make it happen um the moving of dirt the forming of metal the curving of metal and then uh you think of concrete just you just comes out of a truck and you lay it down well in, in a skate park many of the walls are standing straight up or angled up and so that you don't pour that into place you have to shoot that into place so it takes special equipment to shoot that concrete so it will stay on those walls and then you have to build the walls the dirt up behind the walls uh, all the rock that's involved with building a base for it all and uh, there's just so many steps it's not as simple as just going out and pouring some concrete and leveling it off and so it's been fun to see it all happen uh, it's really come together quite nicely and uh, i'm not a skate i'm not a skateboarder uh i i may have to take a take a chance and uh, uh put my my life on the line and, and try to take a run at it myself uh, i know i played um we built a oh, a pit a pit out of Liberty Park and I can't think, remember the name of it. And so I ended up playing uh, a new game a couple of years ago with the with the new pit out the at Liberty Park. And so I'll probably end up taking a turn on a skateboard and uh, at the new skate park and and take a take a run at that. It looks like it it'll be neat. There are there's an area that we have three what they call bowls. I envision them as being like swimming pools that have uh six seven eight feet deep that have walls that you'll people will skateboard down into the bottom of the of the bowl and then come up on the other side i can't imagine doing it myself but i'm sure it will be fun for those who are adventurous enough and so i'm um so all that will be is is all that hard work is done now it's the cleanup and so we still have some things we need to do to and to help hunger get it cleaned up and then here in the next couple of weeks, we'll make an announcement that says, hey, we've got we've got it ready for people to come out and to enjoy. And then we'll do a more formal groundbreaking, hopefully this spring then. And we'll have an opportunity to um, uh, thank everybody who's made it happen. Certainly, Dr. Carpenter and her group for all they've done for raising all the money and, and building all the excitement about it in the background. And so um, it's nice to have it just about done. We're so close, and hopefully here in a couple of weeks we'll be, be able to give everybody the all clear so they can start using it. All right. And then uh, another thing is uh, there's some folks who uh, may still have their uh, live Christmas trees if they went live, and uh, street collection, uh, street department is, uh, I understand, still collecting those? They will, and they will for the next couple of weeks. And so it's one of those processes that we all do it differently my wife and I, we, we've always put up a fake tree or a, mm-hmm. uh, not a live tree. And the, but there are a lot of families that put up live trees. And so after the Christmas season, they, well, they'll, we ask people to put them out on the curb just like you would the leaves. And so we, we, we have a couple guys from our street department then who keep track and drive around town to make sure we pick up all the, the leftover trees, the used trees. Uh, trees that are out there and so we'll be doing that for the next couple weeks most of those trees um, people are pretty 
much in a hurry to get them down because if they if they were cut in time to go up for Christmas, most times people put up those trees in in December, and so those trees have, uh, are probably getting to be dangerous to be still being left up. So it's time for them to come out, and so. As part of one of the services that we provide every year is to pick up those used trees, and so we'll continue to do so until we get them all picked up and get them get them off the streets and and be and have things back to normal again. And uh, speaking of uh, pickup, and uh, this is always a a big headliner is large trash pickup. I got <laughs> the first one scheduled for the year. That's a great transition. Yes, the uh, the large trash pickup I think is scheduled for Saturday, February fourth. And it and and so like every other time, encourage people to put it out the night before because Rumpke will literally show up five o'clock, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning, and they'll be out um, picking up all the large trash. And so the city has on our website, we have a special section on our website for what can be put out. The biggest challenge that we have is when people try to put out a mattress or a sofa and they've not wrapped it. Rumpke will not pick it up. And so you really need to wrap those things in plastic. You can get clear plastic, wrap them up uh, so that they don't get full of moisture. And, and so then that helps them come by. They'll come by and pick all that up. And uh, that, that'll that happen. They'll, like I said, they'll start early on Saturday morning. So get them out early Friday night. I know during the summer it's kind of an event where people will drive around and look and see what other people have put out, and there's some swapping going on of, hey, that looks like I could use that. <laughs> and so I think uh, it's somewhat um, of a swap meet across the city. But uh, it, but that is coming up. It normally doesn't happen that way during the winter because most times in first week of February can still be pretty darn cold. And so uh, just get your stuff out early and – We'll, Rumpke will pick them up and we'll have it have it cleaned up again alright well sounds good well as always uh, Mr. Mayor we appreciate your time this morning thank you for coming over and uh, enlightening us on uh, recapping uh, Monday night's uh, Board of Works and City Council meetings well, thank you for, and thanks for giving me the opportunity to do so and I, I have grown to love doing this so it's um, my pleasure to do so alright once again our thanks to uh, Batesville Mayor Mike Bez for joining us and we say we do it again next month alright I'll see you I'll, I'll be back <laughs>